What is up, y'all? Everybody's favorite angry American What's that? What's that? Yeah. And as always, we've got the illustrious T with Mountain Readiness. We've got Emery with Prime Combat Training and Tactical Rifleman. We do not have Sue Larue tonight, guys. Uh, Sue's, Sue's down right now. He's uh, not doing so hot. And so keep him in your thoughts, you know. He's uh, he, he's too mean to kill, so he's going to come out all right. But he's just, you know, yes. some positive thoughts. And, guys, we got my good buddy on tonight, Walt Browning from the Charlie's Requiem series. So this is, like, the first time we've done one of these in a very long time. Man. Yeah, long time. <laughs> a long Must time. Must be the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, no, it was just it needed to happen. Because, see, Emery's – reading through my series he hasn't read read yours yet and t i don't know if you've read those yet either have you i have not yet i okay. did however start your series <laughs> i did start <laughs> finally it only took me you know i don't know a long time well it only took mel six years to, to read one of them you know it took her six <laughs> years to pick up the first one and read it and yeah, um, that's exactly right. i've known you for a minute and I've wanted to read the books for a minute. You're the first book I read, like physically read, uh, which I prefer, but I'm in the truck so much. Uh, but I started reading them recently, and I'm on book 10. I'm halfway through book 10. So There you go. Nice. Almost there. Yeah, me and, me and Walt, have a, we have a common buddy down here. He's a good friend of ours. Uh, he's a hell of a guy. And we were in a class together on my property. I had an instructor down here. Somebody was talking to talking to him and they're like oh if you've known chris that long he was like you must have read all his books and i was off to the side doing something else and i was like hell no he hasn't i'm like you can't even fucking read he ain't read none of my books <laughs> been a friend of mine for you know over a decade and he ain't read nothing i've ever written <laughs> that's, like, that's we, like we've been buddies for a while and he won't yeah. come train with us oh dude whatever don't even try <laughs> i have and i will you know that no, no, i was saying t you oh, T, yeah. No, no yeah, T. Yeah, he, he won't come train. Yeah. Training. I'm coming in September. I think T's afraid. September. I'm going to be there. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, a done deal. So you didn't save my spot, in right? T's coming to five you, days you in say, row. You save you you my spot, right? Save you, my spot. Uh, yeah. yeah, right here. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, I, get, I take it how I can get it. Hey, $20 is $20, man. So $20, dude, if, anybody here, if anybody here wants to come shoot with us, I'll look up the dates in a minute. T is coming to a tactical rifleman class coming up here in. It uh, is well, uh, 13th, 14th, I think. So, so I know it's Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Yeah, I'm probably going to be in Wyoming. I'm not gonna, we have our, our usual combat, uh, combat pistol 101. That's like our. Yes. Second, you know, That's a great it's, class. It's kind of a, yeah, it's it's yes. the, it's essentially a, a pre-deployment, a five-day pre-deployment package. Yep, compressed into one day, and then we have uh, combat uh, pistol carbine, two days, and then after that, right away is advanced pistol carbine. So it's going to be a ball. Oh yeah, yes, that'd be a lot of fun. And and for all of you that want to join us, it's thirteenth, fourteenth, fifteenth, sixteenth, and seventeenth. Now you don't five have to do the whole thing. Days. No, day one, if you're or a sissy, day one, two, three, or the mixture. Yeah, if you're a sissy, you just want to do one day. You just want to do the thirteenth, and just do this. Don't let's it. Is this up at Montgomery? You guys doing it at Montgomery? Amory? Yeah, it'll be. Bro, let me tell you what. That's what. That's. I mean, it's probably not the hottest place on earth, but it, it's it's damn close to that place. Is so fucking hot there, man. At that range, uh, you do a five day by the fifth day. Uh, being out there on that range, day, dude, you're I dead, don't want to shoot anymore. Oh, yeah. oh my God, no! I remember on the fifth day we're doing we're doing the 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 five and out thing. We're doing that walk back, and I'm I'm at like eighty meters with Carl, and I'm just shaking like I'm just like I'm. There's no way I'm gonna really hit that plate. <laughs> just dehydrated and sore. I'm like Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, I it, correct me if I'm wrong. I think you were there in August, and this is gonna be yeah. a few weeks later in September. So hopefully, maybe slightly mm -hmm. better weather. Dude, it was miserable. <laughs> I got I got my hair my air conditioner on though. I'm good. I'm good. That dropped me 15 degrees right there. Walt, we should get you up to a tactical rifleman class. You dig it. Because uh because Walt yeah, trains too, guys. Me. He goes out and trains a lot. Yeah. Nice. Yep. 
So this is up in so Kentucky, now, right? What's that? In Kentucky, right? Yeah. This is yeah. Tennessee. It's right on the border. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's yeah, right outside of Clarksville, Tennessee. Yep. Right outside right. Clarksville. And gotcha. they got a campground there too. You can you can take mm-hmm. the uh, motor home. Yep, right in the middle there of the range. Yep. That's what nice. I did. That's a great camper. I stayed on the I stayed on the property when we went and did it. So yep. Yeah, but, I'll uh, be at the holiday inn. <laughs> True glamping. T's got an aversion yeah. to camping. He was, he's got PTSD. <laughs> <laughs> but but me and yeah, Jay have some sore memories. Me and Walt have an announcement yeah. for you guys tonight that there's been a lot of questions, you know, to both of us about crossing over and how that's going to happen. And and uh, and I got to say, Walt came up with a brilliant idea on how we're going to do this for you guys. Some of you are going to love it. Some of you are going to hate it. Um, so I'm going to let him tell you the details of how this oh, is going. Oh, to happen. How, yeah. not, not, I get the, I the, get the incoming. All right. Not the not the storyline how, but how they're going to be able to get it. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. That side. All right. That side. We're not going to tell yeah, them how that's going to happen. They don't get, they don't get is, no information this, on that whatsoever. It's on me. We, um, we've been very blessed with our Audible um, people. And yeah. um, we, we try to direct people towards the Audible because, number one, it's a great experience. The Duke is an amazing yeah. narrator. Um, but we're going to have him on here really soon. Awesome. Yeah, we're gonna have him we're on. Going to be, be um, merging some of the characters, uh, Charlie and some of the folks up in Eustace. Um, but we've we've also got a uh, an idea doing a, a couple of chapters that'll only be audible. I uh, won't affect the storyline per se, but um, there's going to be a mission involved with both groups and. Um, we that good way to integrate the thing, and also, you know, if you haven't tried the Audible, it might be worth your while to 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 get the Audible just to have a little bit extra, um, a little extra swag coming at you. So yeah, it'll um, be like, you like, can a, blame like an author's cut kind of a thing, you know, like an author's correct. cut sort of correct. edition. Correct. So correct. I just thought what that was I'm a great idea. You suggested it, Charlie, and some of the one of the characters, but uh, that's all. We'll leave it at that. So here's a question. Is the correct way to go through these books then to read them one from each section? Well, like one from each? No. No, they're not linear. Time-wise, they're not necessarily linear with each other. They, they start on it's the same day. It's way too complicated for me. They start okay. on the same day, but I've got yeah. more books in covering the time that he covers yeah. and fewer books is all. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I, 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 I always wait for, for um, Chris to finish his book. And he'll get one or two books ahead, and then I will integrate. He's, he's saying that so you can blame me for not getting his books out in a timely manner. That's right. <laughs> Forget that I was doing other books, but yeah, um, <laughs> on me, you know, it was it was his fault. Uh, yeah, no, I usually wait to see what he comes up with, and then any of the larger events that um, you know, like the nuclear uh, situation in in Tampa. Yeah. I'll integrate that into my book and it'll be coming from a different frame of reference. And I make sure that I follow his timeline, which since Chris usually doesn't know what the hell he's going to do for the next book, I have to wait till he finishes. So that's yeah, pretty much accurate. And uh, uh, we're at a point now where we're going to be merging things and at least having some crossover. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, what, so what other can, projects are you working on? Well, I, I, got, I got hired by a, a small publishing company to do a zombie series based off mm-hmm. of a, another best-selling series, and that did really well, and that, that ate up two years of my time. And yeah. so my Charlie series died off after book four. I wrote the zombie series called Extinction Survival, and then I finished that. COVID was happening. I have a healthcare office. I'm taking care of my people. Kind of didn't write for about a year, and then uh, I picked Charlie back up, and just the last book came out uh, back in June, and I'll be done with this next book, going to Audible uh, probably by the end of October. So hopefully we'll have this last next book, the sixth book out by the end of the year. Nice. There we go. Yeah, 
It's all good. I'm going to try to not wait until you're at book 11 to read yours. Oh, you know, I, I will I will throw some shade out there. This may be the last book in the series. Uh, I'm just going to have a, a conclusion that will enable me to go further if I need to. But this is uh, this is sort of the end of the line as far as I can see. Um, there, I have another book in line in mind that's going to be similar to a survival series, but it's going to involve AI and uh, uh, an AI attack, cyber attack that pretty much wipes out um, anything technologic in the country. And so it's a similar situation, only you have a computer hack instead of uh, an elect EMP. So that's that's in the back of my brain, and a lot of things are percolating about that. So I'm probably going to finish up Charlie at this book, possibly one more, but I've got this other series in mind that's going to be very similar and uh, surviving, surviving that kind of a situation. I like it. Because I'll tell you hey, what I got. That, and it is scary as you cannot believe. Oh, hell yeah. Well, yeah, well, I'm, I got, you know, we're going to talk because I got something I'm going to be doing too. It's not with AI, but it's sort of, but the AI is not the point of it. But uh, yeah, I forgot to tell everybody we do a giveaway. So oh. tonight's giveaway is hashtag Charlie's Requiem. And you're going to get a signed copy of Contagion that, that uh, Walt and I both signed. And I got, uh, yeah. So hashtag Charles Requiem. Sorry, I'm thinking of two different things at the same time. Uh, put you in the drawing. We'll do that here in a little while. Yeah. So, and now and Ralph, the we'll way, take a quick second to run a shameless yeah. plug. Huh? I'll get that up to you. By the way, that Extinction Survival Series book, uh, I bundled that and put it on Audible. Went number one, uh, beating out Stephen King. Really? So, yes. Really? For a while. Yeah. For a while. I oh, actually, yeah, I, I threw shade at him on Twitter. I said, "Hey, suck on it, Stephen." And I put a picture <laughs> up of number one. That guy and doesn't then, know what he's doing anyway. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it was. It felt good. It felt good. Awesome. Very good. I'm gonna run one of our little shameless plugs here, real quick, guys. We'll be right back. Let's talk freeze door droid. Now, I know you guys have seen this stuff in other places, but I actually ordered this. They didn't give it to me. And I was a customer before I became an affiliate with them. This stuff's fantastic. First, it tastes really good. Brickhouse Fuel of Greens is, and I really like the berry. This is actually my favorite, the berry flavor one. With this, you get to replace all the vitamins and minerals that are lost through the preservation process. So you want to find a way to supplement that. One scoop of, of Brickhouse Fuel of Greens is your daily serving of fruits and vegetables. Fruits and vegetables. Cool thing about the Brickhouse Fuel of Greens like these, and they have other products too, but this will fit right in the rucksack. One scoop out of this mixed in a glass of water is your daily serving of fruits and vegetables. These things are chock full of superfoods. And this is not a supplement. Brickhouse is food. Check out Brickhouse at the link below, guys. Buy some, give it a shot. I'm a fan. I wore, I use it. I think you guys could too. There we go. Thank God that ended. I hate hearing that, dude. You look good. I can't stand watching that. Isn't it horrible hearing your own voice? Yeah, it's so bad. I, it's, I can't do it. I don't. I don't like to see a video of myself. I don't want to. I don't want to hear a recording of myself or anything anywhere. I don't want nothing to do with it. Exactly. So. so. Especially so when you make videos like, and you have to go over and over and over and over. And I, I can't hear that cough anymore. Why am I saying, uh, so much? Uh. <laughs> yeah, you hate yourself by the time it's over. You're like, man, I'm a moron. Well, I said, no, on, one more time, I'm going to cut my own throat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So I'm going to throw this out there for all of us because we kind of started it right before the show when I was wanting to save it for this. But uh, about the, you know, uh, personal aircraft crashing in Russia today. <laughs> Private planes being shot out of the sky by Russian air defense from what it sounded like. And uh, and it conveniently having the brass of Wagner on board. So Bergosian mm -hmm. and Uden are both, I guess, you know, you know no longer was, with us. It was coming. It was coming. Oh, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. Putin didn't exactly hide that he was going to have him killed. Um, there's a... Uh, I mean, he wasn't necessarily overt, uh, but there were some other people high up in the Russian uh, defense industry that or defense ministry, I should say, who, uh, uh, who who were calling it. And they said, oh, well, the FSB is in charge of, you know, the Prigozhin thing now. And well, I, I think Putin, I think he pretty much laid it out there because at one point they asked him a question and he said, I can forgive many things. 
but I cannot forgive betrayal. And I was just like, oh, Bergosian, you're done. You know, you, you, you are done. Uh, Honestly, I'll tell you this. When in real time, when that stuff was happening with the, with the Wagner group going back into, uh-huh. into Russia and up towards Mo- Moscow, my initial thought for the first couple of days was I'm calling bullshit. This is a very smart move. Very smart move. I'm calling bullshit. I'm wrong. Turns out I'm wrong. I don't know. You know I was, I, uh, go ahead. I was going to say, I've got a question for you guys. You know, the, the Wagner group did a lot of the, the heavy lifting in the invasion. And now that's out of the picture. How does that play as far as Russia pushing further into Ukraine? Or are they just going to, I don't know that they have the, uh, the, the meat to, or the, the, the brain power to even do that because if it wasn't for Bogosian, they wouldn't have gotten halfway to where they are now. Does this mean that the Russians aren't going to be pushing into Ukraine now? Or what do you guys no, think? I, I don't think that's what it is. Um, I think if you look at it, the Wagner group has done so much of the fighting and so much of the, the, the quality fighting, right? Taking over big places and stuff that the Russian army, at least on the conscript end, wasn't really prepped for. And uh, the thing is, the Wagner group group has lost a lot of dudes, right? Oh, yeah. So a lot of the dudes that they got even later on when people started dying and they got, you know, the guys out of the prisons and that kind of thing. A lot of those guys are dead. Most um, of those guys so are dead. A lot of their very quality fighting force is out of the game. Uh, some of their armament is out of the game, right? And I think that, first of all, not everything we hear here is is correct about what's no. going on over there i think it's you know if you believe our stuff and don't think that there's propaganda in there go look at any other war and what news was uh was broadcasted to the people of that respective country and right. most of the time you don't get honesty nope so you know here like we ukraine, have ukraine has never released casualty figures ever exactly they always yeah. everybody talks about the number of Russian casualties, but Ukraine has never released figures. So that right there tells you they're hiding something. So you know. yeah, and and that's and that that is not a dishonest thing, right? Wars oh, no, are no. I'm not saying it is. Yeah. Cheating. Yeah. So you yeah. know, I think Putin is much smarter. The other thing is, you know, Putin is there's there's kind of a rough right. There's there's like a border where when he crosses it, a lot more players have to get involved, right? And so mm-hmm. he's got to really strategize this whole thing. And he can't just all out. Don't forget, for all the people here in America that say we should not be involved in this war, right? Um, and, and technically, we're not in terms of boots on the ground. We are not fighting the war, right? We're facilitating you know, tools, weapons, whatever. But don't forget, we owe this to Ukraine. Why do we owe this to Ukraine? We, we owe a lot more than this to Ukraine uh, because they disarmed themselves of the nukes after the USSR fell apart. And what exactly was the exact piece that made them agree to that, equi- that agreement? It they was invaded by Russia. It, exactly. It's America guaranteeing yep. that if they are invaded by Russia, we're going to jump in and throw some American soldiers at it. Well, we didn't do it in 2014. And if you think about 2014, that's where a lot of this mess started, not just with Russia and Ukraine. I'm talking a lot of the mess that we're seeing today. 2014's uh, one of the more crucial time frames, because if you look at what Putin, for example, was doing against Obama, their little peepee touch in Syria, mm-hmm. right? Where, uh, you know, red line in the sand, Putin and, and Assad crosses it. Red line in the sand, don't do it again. I'm Obama, I'm America, yeah. right? And so he did it over and over and over. Well, what ended up happening? Putin got the big balls out of it, out of that that America Syria thing, because Putin sent over, if you remember, one naval intelligence ship that that allegedly had no armament, one, and Obama turned around the entire fleet that was on the way to the Middle East, right? <laughs> and that was the moment, that was a defining moment, I think, of when Putin was like, you know what, I got all these bastards. That's it. I'm on top. And ever since then, he's had the biggest balls in the room, always. Well, that's, this is true. You know, I think I think part of it is, you know, 
Putin didn't need him anymore. But I think part of it too is the personal side of you know, you know that the fact that he would dare raise a hand. So yeah, I knew Putin was going to take him out. But what a lot of people don't understand is is how much stuff uh, Prigozhin owns: mines in Africa and just heaps of shit, um, airplanes, all kinds of stuff. The guy's, I mean, he's I don't know if he's in the billions or not, but I mean, he's got a lot of money. And I think that's always part of the play when you're talking about Russians offing each other is someone's looting the coffers already, you know, or, or that was prearranged, you know, uh, to make it even happen. So by the way, those submarine submarine going down things. Yeah. Well, yeah. Don't forget that. Maybe that <laughs> Wagner group has been working in Africa for decades and they have swaths there that they've been playing around in, you know, roaming freely for a long time. And don't forget also that they had a little tiff with some U.S. soldiers a little while back, and they got annihilated. They got, yeah, they got, yeah. yeah, yeah. There was what, like, there's 500, I think that column was 500 Wagner uh, that that mistakenly yeah, thought they were going to move in where we had a small uh, Green Beret detachment out there in the middle of the desert, and uh, and I, yeah, I read some. Them. Yeah, I read some of the radio transmissions. The traffic was sitting back and forth during that uh, because in the first moments of it, they didn't realize who was shooting at them. And as soon as they figured out who was shooting at them, they were terrified. <laughs> they were uh, the radio traffic. Some of it was hilarious, you know, because uh, they couldn't run far enough, fast enough. They got their asses smoked. Because mm -hmm. yeah, they called our man, Americans called our the deconfliction line. They called Russia and said, "Hey, do you have a force operating in this area?" And the Russians said, yep. "No." And the Americans are like weapons free, you know. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. Well, that's the benefit of using a private army, right? Exactly. Uh, the only the only country that's actually severely botched running private armies in a war zone is us, America, right? With all the Blackwater crap and Iraq and all those things, yeah. it really we screwed the pooch on that one. Yeah, our totally man, our man Sue Larue is in the house. It appears now. And there he is. Ooh. There he is. There he is. What's up, brother? You just can't keep him down. Can't keep him down. Yeah. Although we try. <laughs> <laughs> Walt, you got any travel coming up anytime soon? Again? Didn't catch that? Do I have you got any travel coming up anytime soon? Oh yeah. Heading back to uh North Carolina. Gonna do that a few times. We're gonna we're gonna probably go up to Wyoming here in the next two weeks or so, because uh, I got a book that I started writing out there called Western Resolve, and I'm gonna finish it now. So I think I'm gonna go out there and spend a spend a few weeks and finish that book and get that wrapped up, and then uh, nice be back in time for Mountain Readiness. So yeah, that gives me a reason to go yes. out there too. We're gonna take some time, go up to Lake Glacier National, go to Devil's Tower. You know, I want to go to Cody and Buffalo, go down to Thermopolis, sit in Hot Springs, you know. I, I don't know if I'd be okay with living there, but I will say that that whole area was a great vacation. We spent we spent a little bit of time up there. I am still being irritated by Emory. Yes, there we go. Doing a job. Doing a job. Mission accomplished. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I have lived there. I've lived there two times, but uh, and I like it there, but but I can't like call that permanently home because I know that no. volcano is there, man. <laughs> you know, I mean, well, and, there's and, that, and, there's and, that. And if, but yeah, and if you lived there and it went off, you'd never know. I mean, yeah, you, know, you wouldn't you, know. You it. might that's... be like, and that was that's gonna be it for you. But I'll tell uh, you, get a little. That's that's the idea. region I call home. Uh, it's not where I'm living yeah. now, right? But yeah. the, the Rockies. And to yeah. me, the Rockies, especially the Northern Rockies, are the most beautiful piece of land on this planet. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, living in, and I, I got to live up in Montana, raising goats up in the middle of nowhere, homesteading. And minus 40 in the winter, and you got to work outside, and you work outside for half an hour, and then warm up for an hour, and outside for mm -hmm. half hour. You know, it, it's rough. Yeah. But nature makes you live by its rules and once you kind of adapt yourself to it as opposed to what most humans try to do now which is adapt our world to our needs um mm -hmm. it's actually a beautiful peaceful thing right because the seasons tell you what to do they tell you when to work your ass off 
and then they tell you when to just sit down and chill. Oh, yeah. If you listen, it dictates what you're supposed to be doing. There's no doubt. When you're, uh, you, you jump out of the shower and head outside too early and you're snapping pieces of your beard off because yeah. it's so cold, yep. it means that you shouldn't be outside yet or, or at least cover your face. Up. Right. <laughs> I yeah. reminds me. I, I really lived up to, there. I kept them shaved just for that reason. I, I, I wanted happen, to open you know, a big chunk. <laughs> yeah. Open a bar up in uh, New Hampshire called the Krusty Sleeve. And my wife's like, why is that? I said, you ever walk in? <laughs> he said, ah, that's gross. What a great idea. Genius. Perfect. That's one, right. of the, one, of the best, um, one of the best liquor establishment names I've ever seen in my life is a liquor store up in Salem, Massachusetts called Bunghole Liquors. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you know what? I'm going to one-up you on that one. It's not liquor. But we have a drugstore here, like a pharmacy called butt drugs b-u-t-t uh, drugs butt drugs, butt drugs. I've, I've seen that i've seen <laughs> that. that i don't know where that yeah how does that even come about obviously named butt yeah it must be yeah mm -hmm. the superpower of suppositories but yeah i mean once you once you drink so much you have to start going the other direction you know it's like molly crude molly crude named that that uh Brian so he says I drive by it every day. <laughs> Bongo liquors. <laughs> That's too funny. That cracked me up when I saw that. We got pictures of it someplace. Yeah. Holy no, God. it's yeah, the, the the um Yosemite area, all parts north of there are are stunningly beautiful. Unfortunately, uh the Californians have all found it and it's it's got awful expensive to buy land up there now. So mm -hmm. it's not 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 nice, not nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, a lot of Californians are moving into Montana. Some are moving into Wyoming. Really, Montana and Colorado. Um, yep. Billings, yeah. I guess, is like a hipster hellhole from my here now. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, Montana and Colorado have always been the key liberal destinations for yeah. uh, for Californians. Yeah. And and this specifically when you get up to Montana, it's you're talking specifically Hollywood stars, NBA players, that kind of jazz, and yeah. um, you know normal people that actually love the land can't buy land there anymore. It's just these assholes yeah. that yeah. build their yeah. giant houses and they're there for like three weeks out of the year. Yep. So right. I invite all you fucks the, to leave the warm Montana. part of the the warm part of the year, three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, some of this. <laughs> Decent. I mean, you get four months of, you know. Yeah. Super, yeah. Did you? Yeah. Did you go to Wyoming for the summer? No, I had to work that weekend. I didn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> Wyoming's one of those states where it has snowed every month of the year, like just blizzards. That every month of the year, there's been one. You know, at some point, there's we no cruised over. We cruised over from South Dakota to see, you know, Devil's Tower in the in the Wyoming yeah. there. What blew my mind was the amount of deer. Like there wasn't some deer. There were hundreds, <laughs> literally herds of deer on yeah. both sides of the road. And Amber and I are driving in a, um, a Chevy Cube. I mean, I can literally reach back and touch the back windshield of this thing. I'm like, I'm going to total this car out. We're going to die. 15 deer going to come through the windshield all at once. You know, but it was insane. And then when we were leaving, it was starting to get dark, and these three massive elk come walking right out at us. You know, it was just, just amazing the 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 nature and stuff that's in that place. But it's still too cold. Yeah, when we lived in Wyoming one time, we lived uh, in Casper, and uh, at the foot of Casper Mountain, there was this nice neighborhood. And like in the evenings, we would load the kids in my truck. I had a Dodge Ram Charger on thirty-six inch tires, and we would drive into this neighborhood, and the deer would come off the mountain and come to your car right to your window you can feed them they just come up eat right up so i'm in a truck on 36 inch tires and i've got a mule a mule deer with his head his his rack is so big he can't get it into the window you know and i got this apple just barely out of his reach and it's a great picture because he's standing flat-footed like these things are huge you know and and they would just come out people would be out there in the street just hand feeding them yeah you know, Amber kept yeah. reaching out and trying to slap the the rams there in South Dakota. You know, there's 
these massive rams that will oh, yeah. kill you. And she's like, oh, I'm going to make it my friend. I'm going to pet it. I'm like, no, no, that's not what you want to do. You know, they say, hey, you know, we're driving along and here's this big, huge ram and big balls hanging out. And she reaches out, slaps this thing into balls. I thought for sure we were going to die right there, you know. But I mean, I guess he was used to it. Everybody slaps him there, I guess. I don't know. He walked off. That was the end. We lived and on, on, on for another day. So, uh, you can't take her nowhere. I tell you what, you slap my balls, we're gonna have words. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Don't do it. Just don't do it. Or at least make sure you run after you do it. The thing couldn't believe that happened. I, like, I tell you what, and the, yeah. I'm gonna have to incorporate this into some of my Krav Maga instruction because uh, you know <laughs> I, it's like it, it really, I mean, if you if you open open a palm somebody right in the junk, I guarantee the yeah. reactions will be like. Wait, what? What? What just happened? Well, no, that's not going to be the reaction. Nah, if you open palm them, you know exactly what the reaction is going to be. I'm going to throw up all over myself. Is what's going to happen? That depends on direction. Yeah, had, Coming from underneath. I had, yes. a, I had a judo instructor, a little bitty, little bitty dude, and he, uh, he, he, he always, you know, I was the biggest guy in the class, so I'm the one that gets, you know, brought up in front to demonstrate. And one day I decide I'm just going to resist as much as I possibly can. He's going to throw me in. And I'm tugging against him, and uh, and he just backhands me right in my jump, like just in front of the whole class, and then throws me over, you know. And then, you know, I guess the moral of the story is is don't resist, you know, don't just go with the with what the instructor wants you to do, but oh or don't do judo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, all right. Hang on, we're gonna run our, our our mountain readiness shameless plug because if you guys haven't got your tickets yet, you need to get your tickets because it's going to be a fun time. Hey folks, this is T, and this is Mountain Readiness. It doesn't matter what the event is that, that makes this thing go pop. It's, uh, it's going to be water, shelter, fire, food, security. That's it. That's what you need in a nutshell. I love that little video. That thing's awesome. I'll tell you, <laughs> what's really cool is about that video is if you look at Alan Kay talking right there, he, he stops for just a second. Did you notice that? Mm -hmm. And that was me. Um, I, I was telling him, I said, can't hear you. And he looked at me and this blew me off. He was like, whatever. I don't care what you say. You know, that's what he did right there. I was like, I can't hear you. I was telling him to put the mic up. And that's when he handed the microphone off. And he was like, yeah, I'm not using that mic. <laughs> well, you know, Keith, what you may want to consider is while you're saying out. that, he, he may have disregarded you because you were giving him the bat wing. Just saying. That could have been it. Could have something to do with it. I don't it. know. I don't know, but that was that was the point where I interrupted his, and it was great. I mean, it was it was beautiful the way he laid that out. But that little pause was him looking at me in disgust. That's what that was. <laughs> he has that look. I remember yeah. the first. Yeah, time if you I look at him, that was the kiss my ass look. That's what that was. Well, you guys got to remember, him and technology just doesn't not blend. It's it's not a good. Uh -uh. To me, it's a hilarious thing. Um, because you know he'll have some devices. Like, Here, make it do the thing. You know. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It was he. He was not having that mic. It was not happening. He, it lasted about three seconds. Well, you what, you gonna, are you going to try to make it up there to Mount Readiness, or what's your schedule look yeah, like? I'm going to try. I think we're going to be in North Carolina that during that time. Cool. And my right, uh, my daughter and grandkids live up there, and yeah. uh, we also have a place out in Western. Carolina near uh, Frankfurt, Franklin. So uh, we do a lot of All Carolina. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's right there outside of Statesville. So, yep, yeah, yep, yep, yep. I'm, I'm planning on at least one day because Chris so, said I could stay in his camper and drink his whiskey. So I can do that. Hey, I'll bring Done some of that. I guess know where the party's at. Yeah. <laughs> I won't we'll let him slap my balls. <laughs> well, <yeah. laughs> 
<laughs> well, T's wife's going to be there too. So she's the one you're going to It's hard to tell on what it's happened. Yeah. Everybody cover your, cover your, your nuts. Yeah. Cover your yeah. junk. You're like middle, middle school. Everybody walking around with their hand covering their junk. Yeah. That's oh, like, why are you bringing your cup and your along? along? <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Oh. Uh, so, well, is there any place in particular you want to point folks to where they can follow your stuff, get the books, all the goodies? I want to make sure Best we get that out. Well all the shameless plugs. Yeah, waltbrowning.com. Um, you can sign up for a newsletter or email. I throw those out rarely, so you're not going to get inundated, but it'll talk about if there's anything going on or, you know, like podcasts or a new book coming out. So that's the best way to go. Best way to go. And I'm I'm almost fully retired now. So I'll be able to put more time into these books. That's You've been saying that for a few years now, man. You You're I selling know. practices and unloading buildings. You're like I'm like but you're like I'm still working. I'm like, yeah, it's been good. But um no, I'm I'm officially out of owning practices. I'm a, an employee now. And uh we'll see how long that lasts. It's been good, but you know, I'd rather be writing. I'd rather yeah, be training. Well, yeah. yeah, well, as much as I hate to say it. the going in the wrong direction. Yeah, that money's definitely yes. going in the wrong direction. Yeah. Most definitely. But, uh, no, Avery, are, you, are you guys seeing any, like, uptick in people signing up for classes, or how's that kind of Not really. Right now? Not really. No. Um, I, I'm hoping that people kind of get back to – that everything gets back to normal, but I don't think I don't think that's what we're looking at, not in the no. near future. But I uh, agree. Yeah, yeah I, you know, I've I've spoken with uh, uh, you know a few other instructors, kind of that do what we do in this similar fashion. You know, different different people that are established, and uh, the majority of people are experiencing this type of thing. I've I've personally seen an up in in certain spaces. If, of training, but our, our regular classes, no, that's, that's, uh, people aren't training as much. Um, I've, I've personally, you know, I don't know what I can attribute to it, this to, but you know, there's been an uptick in people wanting some private training. Um, and law enforcement is kind of starting to get back to training a little more, but, uh, but yeah, us, us normal people, man, we gotta, we gotta go hit the range some more. Yeah, yeah, we do. Me and Melba trying to get well, on a range, and we got one in our backyard. And uh, uh -huh. one day this week, I swear to God, we're gonna go out there. Well, I've seen a huge kick kickback from customer base and transportation just this past month. Um, I literally had to close two large accounts just today because all of these uh, very big—I I mean, I'm not going to name the names, but multi-billion dollar corporations in the in the transportation industries uh, have pretty much so pulled back on everything of outside uh, preventive maintenance on their equipment. You know, they're pulling it all in-house and it's bare minimum. Um, so we had all that pulled back. And then uh, I'm hearing a lot about the uh, second run of, of the, uh, the run on toilet paper. And sure enough, I went to the store and man, all the big bag items like the big sacks of flour and stuff like that, they are disappearing once again. So I think people are choking back and they're just scared of where this economy is going. Well, yeah, that the, the new yeah. uh, the new now there's a university and, and there's I know there's a VA hospital that are making people mask up and do contact tracing and all this course shit. Uh -huh. Talking about the, I guess the Canadian variant now is the one that we're, you know, uh, that 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 the Canadian variant. Yes, all of a sudden when we say Canada, it's a racial slur. It, it yes. will be before it's over for sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, I'll tell you what the bothers virus. me. I'll tell you what bothers me. What bothers me is not the toilet paper. I got hands and I got water. Um, uh, well, that was that was a joke, guys. Okay. No, all right, just, yeah. Uh, not the shortage of all this shit. I can live with all of it. I can replace anything. You know what I can't replace? Sriracha. Sriracha. Yeah. Pepper shortage. That's pissing me off because I need my spot, my sriracha, and all the other I brands. No idea that was a thing now. Oh yes, yeah. there's been a sriracha shortage. Mm -hmm. Holy crap! 
Yeah, yeah I'm starting to make it's my own. It's just. <laughs> but I, I thought it was average. funny that, that they're starting to, you know, link it a little bit that uh, that there's there's a, there's a sudden uptick. No one's you're not seeing it anywhere. And I saw too that someone put out a, I think on Twitter the other day it was uh, like showing where flu was in the country, and there was like no flu anywhere. They're like no flu, and they're like so for all you people out there, say so you have the summer flu, you actually have this, you know. And it's like, well, when it happened last time, you guys didn't count flu then either. Anybody that had the flu, you said the same thing. So it's, I don't know. It's like they're almost trying to set up to do it again or try to do it again. I just don't think that's going to go over so hot. When is Trump supposed to be there surrendering in Atlanta? When is that? Is that Friday? Tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah. Giuliani and the lawyers did today. What's everybody think about that? Other than the obvious, but. Yeah, it's just the purple walk is all it is. Yeah, it's going to be a perp walk, and then he's going to use it to advertise himself. You know, yeah, it's, yeah. It, it paints him as the martyr, so he's eating it up. He's loving that, and and and, it, and it's legitimate because he he is kind of a martyr in this sense because what what this is about is bullshit, and uh, and to them that's they're reinforcing their side that he's guilty by doing making him do this. So because you know that that whole uh, you know, an image is worth a thousand words. You know, yeah, it's all uh-huh. about the. Uh, Whoops. Okay. You know, it would be interesting if they actually stuck him in in a jail cell. Just a, I mean, you know, some people get put in jail cells and then cameras go out and they hang themselves and all kinds of weird stuff like that. You know, it just so happens to happen. I mean, who knows? Who knows where this is going? I, I thought that for a second. I was like, man, what if, how would that go down? Yeah, not well. That wouldn't go down well at all. You know, most likely, most likely, if he gets, you know, if they if they give him jail time, he's going to do it at Mar-a-Lago. He's going to do it at, at the house. Why? Because he's that rich. Epstein yeah. got on money. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, they're insisting that they're you know he's going to prison. Like they're they're prison. I mean, what that's they, what they they're saying. The they want the yeah, gallows. You know what? Is what they want. You, know, you know what? Maybe he deserves it because because. When he went into office, what's the one thing that he said a billion times he was going to do that he never did? Put Hillary in prison. Yeah, I'm, I'm still sour about that. I want to see that bitch go away. I'm going to agree with you on that right there. I am. I'm a, but, but at the same time, she was too busy, you know, doing other stuff and making cameras go off. So I don't, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Well, he also said he was going to build the wall, and he did start doing that. He did start. He did start. He did start. They're selling it all off now, though. Yeah, Yeah, selling it at scrap metal prices, from what I just watched on the news. It's it's so good. Man, there's there's certain sections of it that have like I guess like man gates, you know, that they can open, and they leave them open to make it easier for them to get through. I'm just like, you know, you already got billions of dollars from Ukraine and all this stuff, and now you're pocketing scrap metal money. I mean, come on. What is the world what has the world come to? Yeah, can't even can't even have aluminum cans anymore. I mean, can't have nothing. This guy's selling it cheap. (laughs) Selling it all. And you're not gonna be able to have a you're not gonna be able to have a wood stove, you're not gonna be able to have a gas stove, you're not gonna have gasoline powered engines. Um nope. I guess they're looking for a return to the eighteen hundreds, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. I mean, I'm okay me with too. that. I'm, I'm good, I'm good bring with it. that. Yeah, yeah, bring it. Bring, bring it. Politics. You already got the let's six you live you already got the six shooter too. Yeah, let's see how you live, Mr. Politician or Miss Politician, without your Zoom meetings and your, your little bastards watching <laughs> your every move. Right. And all that, all that nice uh, frappuccino that you get every morning. Y'all are going to die first and we're not going to have to do anything. You're just, you don't know how to live. <laughs> yeah. They don't know how to live. That's, 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 that's the only thing that kill you quick. I can tell you that right now. Yeah. No, I, I'll tell you what, you know, considering I'm still reading your books, Chris. So my, my mind is constantly, every time I have more than a 40 minute drive, I'll, I'll crank on a book. Right. And my mind is on, you know, if all of this happened, 
what you're describing in the book. If all of that happened after they went to digital currency, uh -huh. oh my God, then the tables would turn. That would be a wonderful, lovely situation. Potentially. Yeah, but I mean, you know, there's always ugly. There's good and ugly to everything, right? Yeah. But uh, but if it wiped out everybody's money and the oh, yeah. slates are all clear, mm, oh, yeah. that'd yeah. be great. Yeah, but they'd find a way to cheat that shit. Well, Let's yeah. take a, we're we're going to take a quick minute to do our giveaway. These guys have all been so patiently waiting. And then we're going to run it. Here we go. And this is random. We don't select it. The, our AI overlords do it on our behalf. Because they are benevolent. <laughs> so far. <laughs> guy gets a copy. All right, Guy. I will holler at you, buddy, and let you know when it's on its way to you. Since I know exactly cool. how to get it. There we go. All right. Sweet. Very cool. Yeah, I like that little feature. That thing's cool. Well, you got anything you want to add to this stuff? You've been awful quiet, man. Yeah, no, I, I, you know, every it's depressing, you know, and, yeah. and uh, I know that. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just going to stay happy. Um, I, I also worry about inflation again. They're talking about a resurgence in inflation. Um, We're already at real inflation is like thirty percent right now. Now they're talking about worse. Um, I know. They're also. Uh, you know, it's historically the market always has bad times in September, October. So who knows if this is going to be bad enough to to crack the egg again and really go bad. Um, I think we get through December, it'll be a little less likely. But, you know, if there you can see the grinding going against the dollar, the bricks, um, people are moving away from uh, the dollar. Uh, when you look at where yes. the growth and population is, it's all the BRICS company or countries. Oh, yeah. You know, Southeast Asia, South America. So we're 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 in a, a slowly sinking ship, and it's just a matter of whether it busts open or we just kind of ride ride it down for the next ten or fifteen years, and, and we're done. So it's gonna, you know, I worry about my grandkids. What do you think when uh, when Mexico decided not to enter the BRICS? Well, they only did that because of the North American, the, the replacement for NAFTA. Uh, yeah. And they, they said as much. You know, yeah, they uh, did. AMLO said, hey, it's, you know, we got, we got the people to our north that we've got to take care of and we can't join. But, you know, who are they going to contract to help them out when they start pulling all that lithium out of the mountains down there? Yeah. Yeah, it's not going to be us. And it's not going to be us. I no, guarantee you it'll be, be more than likely China, just like they're doing down in the yep. lithium triangle down in South America. So, yep. yeah. Yeah, we've just been outmaneuvered. Um, and uh, there's not much we can do about it. Not at this point, no. Other than train. Yeah, other than train. <laughs> there we go. And so it sucks. And that's the world we live September then, right, Walt? I'm sorry? I said you will be with us in September then in Montgomery County then. Right? Oh yeah, I'll be there. I'll be there at least one day. I'll be there. I was up there a couple of years ago with Chris, and uh, I'll be. We'll. I'll see you again uh, in September. We'll. Uh, you're only a couple hours go. from my house and a couple hours from my uh, daughter. So one way or another, I'll be out there. Awesome. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's a shame that, that we live in a world where we, we say shit like we all need to train, we need to do these things, and, and you know, and and stay mindful that yeah things are fragile, you know. Yeah, but it's you like know what? Little, that little bit of anxiety that's kind of always there. There's, you know, there's nothing I can do to fix it today, but it's there, and I need to pay attention, sort of a thing, you know. But you know what, Chris? I I agree with you. It it is sad that we're in this state. On one hand, the other hand is. We have to, I, I believe, and this isn't just a, a business pitch for me to, to get more students. You know, this is why I got into this to begin with is we have, we're the only constitutional republic in the world that has the, that has the, the base elements of, hey, it's about the people, right? And we have the second amendment that we have to protect and- mm -hmm one of the ways to protect it is to train not because we're training to take over the government or anything silly like that, but because, you know, these tools come with a lot of responsibility and 
you know, all the rednecks and I love rednecks, but all the rednecks that come up to me and they're like, well, my grandpappy taught me how to shoot bottles in the back. All right, cool. But why don't you actually learn the tool, right? Just because you know how to push a gas pedal doesn't make you know how to drive. So I think it's That's a great responsibility. Anything like we can do, right. You got to You got to train and you got to stay current. Um, yeah. And, and if that's driving, if that's flying, if it's, you know, running a welder, it doesn't matter. Right? Doesn't matter. You know, gun, I, I, I tell people like, you know, gunfighting, gunplay, that kind of stuff. That's a martial art, just like any other martial art. That's, that's a martial Absolutely. art. And, and like all martial arts or, or, or athletic skill like that, they atrophy over time. So if you don't exercise it, it goes away. And so you got to do it. You got to go out and do it. And it's, you know, a lot of people act like it's the greatest, coolest thing in the world. And like I tell I mean, I'm not a huge fan of, of training anymore. I'm fucking 50 years old. I'm over that shit. Um, but I still go do it. And it sucks. Mm -hmm. I still go out there and do it. And, I mean, it's fun to hang out with the guys, have a great time and all that. But, you know, you're yeah. out there smoking your ass if you're doing it right. You know, you're breathing hard. You're not having a wow. good time. If you're having fun at training, been... you're, you're probably not doing it right. I mean. <laughs> training wrong. Yeah, no. I've been. Uh... <laughs> not harder, harder. <laughs> Harder, not harder. <laughs> I can slack. I've been slacking. I've, I've got a range here at the house, and so I try to shoot at least once a week and do something. And then I've got the the uh, hell hill here behind the house. That's a mile circle that I I say I run, but really it's a very slow crawl <laughs> with a lot of panting and and dry heaving. Um, but you know, it's you get to tree, <laughs> right? You know, you get to a tree, you catch your breath, you swallow a little vomit, you move on. Um, on that note, you know, I was thinking the other day, I was sitting here in, in one of my deep pondering thoughts, my, 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 uh, speaking to my inner self. And I was kind of, um, I was disappointed in myself because. Uh, making excuses. I've wanted to take a tactical rifleman class for years. I've been watching tactical rifleman for years now. And it was just excuses. It was always, oh, I'm too busy. I don't have the money. I can't do it. I got to get, I got to go here. I got to do that. I got to buy this. And uh, the other side of this was, is I, I was thinking back to my younger days of when I didn't have much, much money. When you, back in my days of smoking, I would go to the gas pump. And, you know, you would you would have to think, OK, do I have enough money to buy a pack of cigarettes and get a pack and, and get five dollars worth of gas? You know, that time in my life, uh, I was lean and tough and 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 the, the word was hungry. And I, I was thinking, I was like, you know, it's not good to starve, but you should always be hungry. And I've just not been hungry for these past couple years. I haven't, you know, I've been well fed, uh, you know, the light switch turns on and off the ACs kick in. I got my nice little bar back here. And, um, and I said, no, nah, I've got, I've got to do something different. I've got to get back to that point of being hungry. And, and that comes down to pushing yourself and training and doing all those things that are not, maybe not that fun, but are necessary. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, those are all really good points. And I think what it comes down to is the most important skill, I think. The most important skill, whether it's like survival or fighting or whatever skill in this kind of realm that you we might discuss, mm -hmm. the most important skill is knowing how to suffer, right? Knowing how to suffer oh, yeah. by far supersedes any other mechanical skill because um you know i don't care if you got all the nicest uh, outdoor research gear and blah 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 you're not going to survive a night in the woods if you don't go out mm -hmm. and the suck at least yeah. on occasion right yeah so knowing it's like, how it's like my, my daughter's growing up i'm like i said there's a big difference between being uncomfortable and dead mm -hmm. i said you can be miserable it just means you're alive you know I said, and, there, and you're, there's going to be times in life where things are going to be seriously uncomfortable and you got to learn to deal with that, you know, and, and there is a, there is a whole lot of embrace the suck. You know, and I, I talk a lot about stoicism because I'm, I, I firmly believe in that, you know, control, controllable, don't worry about the rest of it. You know, it's really not my problem. So if, if I'm stuck somewhere and it's just, like you said, it's just, you know, Baskin Robbins, 37 flavors of fuck you right now. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to control what I can control. 
make it as good as I can. And then once I've done that, I'm just, well, this is my new reality. And we're just going to, we're going to be real well, happy for a little while. And, you know? on, and on that note, uh, Emory in September, I'm going to run that last day. I'm going to run with you with each, each person too, as long as there's no more than two students. If we have three, then, uh, then I'm out. But, but two, I'm good. Day, I think the class where we do this that you're referring to, uh, has at least 10 or 12 people. So you've already made the okay, handshake. So yeah, no, I, we're done. No, you're <laughs> running. You're running right alongside oh, the time. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, what, yeah. what, uh, what T yeah, you're going to, you're going to be sore T you're going to, you're going to, I think I can, I know what you're doing now. You're you know, I, ask, now. I asked for it. I asked for it. I stick my foot in my mouth all the time. I'll tell you what, get our mouth over enough money rabbit ass. These classes are not terribly physical. No. Right? I mean, you're you're out there shooting all day long, sun or rain, whatever. And Carl's gonna do his rain dance. He will because I'll ask him to. Um yeah. awesome. But what T's referring to is at the end of Combat Pistol Carbine, uh, which is the a two-day class. So it's the third day of these classes. Um, we do like a little man X, a little manly exercise at the end. It's really not that bad. If you compare it to anything you do in the military, it's not a thing. But we set up a cute little course and you run and gun and, you know, and it's kind of one person at a time, but it's everybody competing against each other for the best time and best hits. Yeah. And uh, uh, dipshit over here has to literally run that course with every single student. And sometimes sometimes we do dry. We're like, hey, we did, just don't trust you yet. So yep. let's do a dry or two. Um and so I run it with every single student, and that's what T is referring to. So T, you have already made a statement. You cannot walk back, and you're going to run every single one right alongside with me. All you have to hope is that there's a lot of old people that don't like to run in the class. Because sometimes So the night before, Emery is walking to his car, and someone bites him in the ankle from underneath in the middle of the parking lot. Oh my gosh, my ankle! You know, yeah. bites him in the ankle. Oh, bummer. Okay, well, we'll I'll walk it. We can walk. I'll walk it with you. <laughs> well, you know, if I can't run and Carl can't run because he's after his knee surgery, what that leaves you with is Carl and I making making you dance. Are you familiar with that term? <laughs> is this a is this a reference to shooting at my feet? That is exactly what that means. <laughs> I mean, I've been known to cut some rugs, so you know, uh, moonwalk across the the parking lot there. I guess so. We'll give it a shot. No pun intended. Carl, Carl, he's he's hilarious. We we were in a class one time, and uh, the dude, the student's alarm goes off on his car, and it's parked like right there. And Carl's just kind of stops, and he's looking around. He's like, anybody? You want to stop it? You want to stop it? <laughs> you got to stop it. Finally, and the guy's got his keys out. He can't get it. And Carl draws his pistol. He's like, you stop her. I'm going to stop it. <laughs> yeah. And and the, the guy whose alarm that is, we have a nickname for him. His name is Deaf Cop. Because oh. he is up who's deaf. So he fits right in with us. He's, so he didn't even realize that it was going off. I don't know. but This, he's, this cat's special. He's special. He's special. He's special. He, He's a good kid. This uh, we we just had this same guy in a different class of ours a couple months ago, and uh, it was high risk travel, which is a great class, and not no not shooting a single round in the whole class. It's not what it's about. Uh, but they did get out of duct tape and you know some escapology stuff and handcuffs. <laughs> well, I went to shake his hand as I was giving him the certificate at the end. He worked his ass off so hard trying to get out of that tape. He had a blood spot like this all on the back of his wrist. Oh, and as I went nice. to shake his hand, these two fingers went like half an inch deep into this just mushy oh, and oh, just ooh. tore off the whole everything that Goodness. started actually congealing. It was great. Oh, congealing. You know, just the word congealing in itself <laughs> made it sound even twice as nasty. You know, <laughs> congealing. <laughs> As it congeals. I mean, that's like getting that's like getting slapped in the nuts right there. <laughs> From the bottom. <laughs> From the bottom, underneath. Yeah. Well, guys, Dude, uh, don't like, forget. Them. It was like in the car window. Anyway, go, yeah. Enough about say, balls. Don't forget. Talk about balls. That's we'll save that for the on the rocks, is which is where we're gonna go now. Because so if you pay your guys to go to Rumble and catch that. 
Well, brother, thanks for being here tonight. This got a little out of hand. My pleasure. We sure covered the bases this evening, I think. Um, you know, I can't stop Steve, thinking about Amber slapping a Rams nuts, though. For I sure. Can't stop thinking about that. It was a pleasure, Walt. Please come hang again. Yes, for sure. And I will, start really watching, I will start your out. books. And I will start your books, Walt, in 15 years once I finish Chris's. <laughs> and that's next on my agenda. I'll, I'll make sure to wear my cup next time I see you guys. Awesome. <laughs> we'll catch you guys later. Y'all be good. We'll be good at it. Peace.